Hey everybody, we've got some housekeeping for you today. It is our last episode of Season 2, and we are excited to bring you some awesome news and updates. Tell them what you've got, Amanda. Well, firstly, our question and answer session on Patreon is going to be held this upcoming Sunday, September 2nd, for all our patrons that are subscribed at the $25 level. And so for that, you will sign on to Patreon at a specific time and be able to have a live question and answer, discussion chat, totally private check-in with me and Kristen all to yourself. Up your pledge if you're already a patron. And it's it's really fun, really awesome. And if you cannot make that session, you can always send in questions ahead of time and we will answer them during the video chat. And for the $25, it'll be available for them to watch after the fact. Yes, and you can always check the back sessions too. So if you sign up at $25 level, you can watch the back videos of our previous calls as well. Also, another change with Patreon is we're moving to a charge upfront structure so that when you sign up with Patreon, you will be charged upfront as well as on the first of each month. Yeah, as soon as you sign up, you get access to our library of content, which has um, more than 20 After Chatter videos, uh, lots of cool Patreon-exclusive content for you, and you will be helping support Amanda and I make this show awesome and bring content to women around the world. And it's just the right time, I think, to make these kind of transitions because Patreon started up with season two. So we've had a whole season of the show working with Patreon on on kind of the side. And now we're going into season three with this all this extra stuff from season two. It just makes sense. Yeah, and and it's really helping us grow the show in a way that makes it better for every single listener. Better for the listener who drops in once in a while and here's the show whenever they have time, better for the listener who downloads the show every Monday morning on their way to work, better for the listener who's been there since the beginning, better for the listener who binges the show and listens to every single after chatter and watches us um, on the videos and, and better for every single one of us. And, and we're so thankful for everyone who supports the show in every way possible. And, um, we're really, really, really thankful for everyone who supports us, not only monetarily, not only by listening to the show, but by being a really integral part of this community. And we have uh, lots of other ways that we like to help you out. Um, Studio Calico has given me a coupon code we talked in the France episode, uh, the France Wisniewski episode, not like the France, uh, the country episode. Um <laughs> She just has such a cool name that I they, forget that that's also do. a country. Yes. <laughs> um, about traveler's notebooks and working in notebooks. And if you follow me on Instagram, I've been doing morning pages in notebooks. Studio Calico has sent me um, their traveler's notebooks for the past few months. And I'm absolutely loving working in them. And if you want to start your own 6 or 12 month subscription with them, you can get $5 off your subscription using the code Kristen5, K-R-I-S-T-I-N-5. And um, and they're really fun and they're really easy. And it's one of those low impact projects that we love here at Crafty as Female. 
And another low impact thing that I'm doing on the Awesome Ladies Project is I'm starting a new membership tier at $5 a month over on the Awesome Ladies Project where you will have access to all of the community aspects of what we're doing and not so much the education aspects because I know a lot of us kind of tend to hoard classes and don't get a chance to work on them but we really love the community aspects so you'll get access to the hangouts that we do you'll get access to the private blog you'll get access to the private community you'll get access to the private forums the private discord um so that you can interact with us that you can be a part of like-minded women that's great and that'll yeah and that'll be coming out on september 1st so you can check that out at the awesomeladiesproject.com i wanted to mention that because this is the last episode that we are doing of Crafty Ass Female Season 2, and we will be coming back on Monday, September 24th, the first Monday after the first day of fall, autumn here in the Northern Hemisphere. And we are super pumped for all the things that we're going to be working on over our short break to remind you of the cool interviews we had, remind you of the awesome things that we did in Season 2, and prep for season three. Yeah, and if you've been a longtime listener or just started listening and you've popped in your head like, hey, I would love that what I was thinking tied into this episode or I wish they would explain more about this topic or jump back into this thing or... So we're taking, this is kind of the week that we would just like, if you can contact us any way you can, Instagram, via the you know website or our emails or whatever... This would be the week to like just shoot it out to us so we could just absorb it and see how how or if we want to use it. So just throwing that out there. If there's any suggestions, send them our way. Uh, yeah. Tell us what you're thinking. Yeah. And we will get into our live episode that we recorded live in um, East Lansing, Michigan, here where I live at my annual awesome ladies live retreat it was something it really was it was so much fun yeah i'm really excited i can't wait till next year i know i mean you just get better at things that you do routinely like you know what i mean it's gonna just be so awesome and it already was but like that'll be your third one next year holy moly yeah it's it's (laughs) it's really amazing what you do what happens when you get women even like especially introverted women yeah and they come together. It's it's really magical. Yeah. It's exhausting. Yeah. But it it's it's really worth it. And it's really amazing what you can do when you like we talk about in the episode, show up, be brave and just let yourself learn from the experience. Like that's it. And use what you learn next time. I just think that that's that's the ticket to everything we talk about. I think you're absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Awesome Ladies Live. Welcome to the Crafty Ass Female Podcast, an audio show that talks about the resourceful ways we women are living our lives and the crafty projects we create in between. We are your hosts, Amanda Zampelli and Kristen Tweedale, and we believe you are a capable badass who already has all the tools you need to make beautiful things and make beautiful things happen. We're just here to remind you. Hi, Amanda. Oh, hey, Kristen. Hey, Awesome Ladies. We are here at Awesome Ladies Live, the amazing event run by Kristen, super scrappy, super fun at the Marriott in East Lansing. We are having an awesome time, and this is our season 
two finale. Oh my god! How did we? How did two seasons even happen? <laughs> well, we just decided to have a season two. I was just like, okay, this is now season two. Yeah, we're doing season two. We just finished episode fifteen, and you're like, well, season uh, episode sixteen just going to be part of season two. Yeah, like- I don't remember exactly why. <laughs> I think it was just, um, well, we're done with winter, kind of. So now we're season two. And then it was like, okay, we're going to have Allie Edwards on the show. Yeah. I think with Crafty Ass Madness, you wanted, like, that kind of upped. Yeah. Like, let's level up. Yeah, level up. And then once we got a few interviewees on, then that was another level up. So it felt like a new season, I guess. Yeah. And now we're going to take a short break after this episode. We're not going to take a short break now. That would be mean. Um, (laughs) We're going to take a short break after this episode, and then we're really going to level up for season three. Yeah, season three is going to be great, but I just, I can't believe that this is just our 41st episode. Like, when we started this and we just had our initial three, I was like, this will be fun, and I just, it's just blown me away. I just feel like, thanks, Kristen. (laughs) Thanks, Amanda. And thanks, ladies, for listening. Yeah, thank you for being here. We've had... (laughs) Um, we've had a magical weekend so far. Last night, everyone was over at the house, and we had a great big party. And today, we are here making all sorts of cool projects <laughs> and hanging out and talking about self-care. And so we are going to talk a little bit about self-care and the importance of learning about what self-care means to you, learning about why self-care is an important part of your routine. Um, we spend a lot of time as children, as teens, as young adults, and through adulthood, learning about why, you know, caring for your body is important. You know, we talk about why you have to go to the doctor every year and get a physical, why you need to go to the dentist. And throughout season two, we spent a lot of time talking about the importance of mental health. We spent a lot of time with our guests, especially in After Chatter, talking about the different struggles that each of us go through, whether it's I don't want to say actual mental health, um, whether it's new, whether it's diagnosed depression, right. diagnosed anxiety, and whether you're right. seeking out professional medical help, or if it's something that is a lingering feeling, whether it's, you know, short bursts of anxiety that you deal with on a day-to-day basis, or if it just pops up and it's the blues every once in a while, we all have... A relatable tie. I think that's like, that's been really interesting for me in a lot of the conversations, how, and just in the podcast in general, how, right, whether it's listeners tuning in, whether it's guests we've had on, I feel like we're connected initially through storytelling, through this memory keeping, through documenting, through crafting, through paper and glue and all this fun stuff. And that's how we know each other initially and say, ooh, like your page or whatever. And there's that initial spark made. But once we have people, once we've had people like invested or communicating or on the show, it's like that breaks down and they're so ready to get to the meat and what's underneath. And I'm just like, that's been so interesting to me. Like every guest is like, hey girls, we love to craft, but here's what else is going on. And here's, and it's just, I've really been inspired by that part. And I think that that's almost like a subconscious thing of us tapping into knowing that we need self-care and like knowing that we need each other for it. 
Yes. So I just think that that's been interesting to me to find out through the podcast. And, and Awesome Ladies Live, this whole weekend, you've themed self-care through storytelling. Yes. And, 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 and I think storytelling is one of the greatest gifts that we can give ourselves. Because when we tell our own stories, other people can say, hey, that, that's like me too. Mm-hmm. Even if it's not exactly like your own story, yeah. the struggle you can relate right, to. Right, the common blanket of like, I need help with this. Or, right. Yeah, and I feel like, I don't know about you, but when I think about my childhood, which is like over 30 years ago, right? Let's just go there. But <laughs> when I think about like me as a little kid and observing the world around me, what I remember through my playing, passing like tables of grown-ups in my life, just sitting around a cake and talking or sitting on the porch and talking. Like there were these storytelling going on all the time. Like that was what it was to be together. That's what it was to be out of your house. That's what it was to be in your house and have people around. It was just like this constant stream of like me running around and playing, but then looking up and seeing adults having conversations and like adults talking about what, you know, this struggle and that struggle and how they're gonna do this. And how they, and I just remember like thinking, oh, okay, that's like just this oral storytelling culture and this oral way to connect with each other. And I just feel like nobody does this anymore. I mean, you have to like really reserve time to do that, that we're so wrapped up in ourselves now, whether it's social media or taking care of our families in these hard times in this crazy economy or our work and how to make more money and be able to provide for our family or trying to just survive by doing whatever or like just our issues and problems. Like we're so wrapped up and we're not doing that same kind of, like we don't even realize that like we're all in this together and that we can use each other and use each other's stories and that self-care necessarily doesn't have to just be this like lone act although that's also part of it but like yeah like we could grasp each other and you know right self-care doesn't have to be prosecco in the bath with painting your nails but also it can also it can yeah yeah, that helps too but yes yeah yeah and And like self-care when we talked to cam two weeks ago Mm -hmm. Cam made a really good analogy with the airplanes about how you need to put on your own oxygen mask before you can even think about helping anyone else. Right. And then a couple of minutes ago, Melissa here. Hi, Melissa. Made (laughs) a really good point that, like, I need oxygen. Nothing else matters. I need oxygen. Right, but not in the service of even helping anyone else. Just right. in the service of myself needing it, yes. And what was so interesting about Cam, too, is she was saying with that metaphor how ready she was to say, oh, yeah, I was going to do that anyway. Like, like I like the idea of owning your oxygen mask and owning your place in the world and your need to be here and... Yeah. So I I liked her attitude about it, too. Not even just the metaphor that she was like, oh, yeah, I was going to do that. Thanks for reminding me. But I got that. Yeah, I like that rule. (laughs) Like, yes. (laughs) And I think it is a good reminder of like, especially for women, because we have been socialized to take care of others, take care of this, take care of that, take care of, you know, every single thing on the list. And one of our big themes this season has been when did it become instead of you can do anything you should do everything right 
And that's the same thing. Like, are you supposed to run around and put on everyone's oxygen mask? Right. No, you're supposed to put on your oxygen mask. Yeah. And for for me, that whole idea of self-care is is grounded in that where I feel like a lot of us crafty ass females and from even talking to the girls last night and getting to know, you know, those who are here, there's a there's a theme of like incessant need to succeed or excessive need to take on everything and excessive need to, sh- to make it good all that we take on and make it reflect who we are and all this stuff and I and I can identify with that I know you can identify with that just overwhelm and what I've been learning through this podcast what a big part of self-care is for me is the whole grace component is the whole it'll be okay no matter what the outcome is right like it'll be okay and and that was a big you know working on the collage this morning and you said you know who is your storytelling self I just kept repeating that to myself and that's what I've been learning through the podcast like I just feel like I'm gonna reference I was listening to a podcast that that reached a million downloads like last week and so he referenced the show Marin on Netflix we mm-hmm. talked about this and in that show the the character Marin was talking about how everything else every other creative project and all that stuff is what I do but the podcast is why I am and I really feel that because as, as a podcast host and what this podcast has brought because it's again going back to that oral star- storytelling that that connecting of like it's okay like if I don't have it figured out if I'm successful unsuccessful what my job is you know if I'm alone if I have a million people around me like none of it it, it doesn't make me who I am and no matter what my story is going to be a good one and no matter what I'm going to be okay and that's been a big cracking open in my self-care kind of like reflectively that all that we talk about where it's like you can do anything, you can do anything. But it, so you try to do everything because you know there's all these options and you try to grab whatever and make it who you are. But for me, a big revelation has been no matter what, whether the outcome of that is this or that, I'm going to be okay. And just repeating that is my biggest takeaway from the podcast and my biggest takeaway from hearing other people's stories and my biggest takeaway of like what self-care means to me, I think. Yeah, I think that that's a really great takeaway. And that grace is one of those things that needs to be practiced. Yeah. It's not one of those things that you either have or don't have. Right. And the only way that you can have grace is by going through tough shit. Right. It's like, well, I want to be a brave person. Well, this is, you know, um, one of my favorite shows is Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Yes, I know this. I love Game of Thrones because it puts women in shitty positions and it forces them to be, you know, to overcome these shitty things. All right. And in season one, Arya, who is one of my favorite characters... Um, she's talking to her dad and, you know, her dad tells her like, you know, the only time that you can be brave is when you are afraid. Mm -hmm. And so if you don't ever go through life being afraid of anything, you can't be a brave person. Right. So if you want to be like, if you want to have those characteristics that you see in other people that you, that you want, um, like, Allie Edwards is full of grace. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about this. The, um, the way that she went through her divorce and the way that she talked about her divorce in the interview 
episode on our show, which if you have not listened to that episode, like you like actually turn off this episode right now, <laughs> go to the Allie Edwards episode, <laughs> listen to the Allie Edwards episode, and then come back to this episode. Because you will understand what grace is. Yeah. Well, all our guests really do have, have so much of it. But go, like going back to Brave, even like the women in this room we've kind of been talking about, like just to come out and show up is such a brave thing. Like Brave doesn't have to be this big outward thing. Like being here together and like doing what you love is brave. And Showing like, up sh- is brave. Yeah, if you so are beautiful. afraid to show up and you show up, it's brave. Yeah. If you are afraid... um. Allie, come here. Welcome to Crafty Ass Female. <laughs> so Allie, Allie Trumpower is going to come over and she's going to talk to us a little bit about um, the two things that are going on in her life. Allie. <laughs> hi, Allie. <laughs> hi. How are you? If you want. Oh, totally. No, she wants to. Um, <laughs> the bullying of Kristen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she does Forcing you up in your comfort zone always. <laughs> Allie, Allie is going to be brave, and Allie is going to talk to us about how she is both a feminist scrapbooker and a Bible journaler. Yeah, so and that's saying those things together and being a feminist of faith has been, like, one of the biggest things this year, of like, just, like, reconciling the two of those. Like, I'm a Bible journaler and a Christian, and I'm also a badass feminist and those are not two separate things those are things together so and it's like reconciling those together and being absolutely okay with that and being like not like yes a part of these two communities but those communities are also like bringing them together if that makes sense yeah and showing up and talking about that and like I know that this is a thing that we've talked about for a while yes and it's really hard to stand up and say like one I'm a feminist two I'm a Christian. Mm-hmm. Three, those two things are not mutually exclusive, and there are other women out there, and I want them to come and find me. Yes. So and, and, and saying those like all of those things together, like in they may in a lot of like my my mind, they seemed like very separate things that I had to keep very separate. But I was lovingly encouraged by many people to being like no that these things are they exist in you so they're not mutually exclusive and you are the, both those things so those things can exist together absolutely so. thank you thank you <laughs> we can clap <laughs> thanks for making a guest appearance sally that was awesome and i i just think too like we need to make a habit too of not downplaying our bravery, right? I feel like we do that too a little bit. Like when you're when you make yourself known and when you're doing something hard, like a little pat on the back. And I think that ties into grace, though, right? Because I feel like kindness comes easier to us because it's it's one of those things where you're taking care of someone else first. If you're being kind, you're worrying about others, right? And you're making sure of their needs. But grace is almost a self-care kindness, right? Where you're turning inward and being kind to yourself the same way you're kind to others. Meg. Oh, <laughs> I'm so excited for you to ask a question. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah. If anyone has any questions or anything to say, we can open that up now. But yeah, about grace, about bravery, about storytelling, about self-care. And I think... um So I have a great relationship with my therapist, and Mm -hmm. we talk about things a lot like this. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that she is constantly reminding me, and I think it goes back to this thing with 
grace and kindness mm-hmm. of or you talk about gra- of kindness being this outward way that you are kind to your friends and you do things like there's ways that you would treat your friends right and grace is that way that you treat yourself right and my therapist always likes to remind me Kristen the things that you say in your head to yourself would you ever allow yourself to say those things out loud to your friends? Right. And then I sit with myself and I say, well, if I ever said those things to myself out loud to my friends, I would actually slap myself across the face. Right. right. And yeah. that's not nice. Like, it's, it's not. And, like, sometimes I get into these places, and I still get into these places, mm-hmm. where I think I'm literally the worst person in the world. Yeah. And I think, like, well, I suck. I'm a failure. I'm never going to accomplish anything worthwhile for the rest of my life today, ever. Like, I can't even make myself a sandwich, so how could I possibly do anything? Um, Even though, obviously, there's tangible evidence like this right now that proves otherwise. Right. Like, there's, (laughs) like, tangible evidence that I can make sandwiches. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, and I know if I get to that place, then other people get to that place, too. Yeah, and I think self-care through storytelling, that phrase right there is the way that you can amp yourself up to and talk to yourself even, right? So, like reflecting to quiet those voices or check in with the real you and be like, oh, wait, you're not all those things because let me tell you a story about how loved you are, how cared you are, cared for you are, how, you know, you do good things, how you show up in the world. Like, I just feel like, again, like, to tell your story and to be grateful for the things you memory keep or document is just a way to get to that grace place and a way to get to that kindness zone for yourself, which will only make, you know, your existence better. Yeah, and, and, and I want to get back to that way that grace is something you need to practice. Right. Because if you find yourself falling into a place where you're not being kind to yourself yeah. and you don't know how to be kind to yourself then you don't know what it looks like when you need to be kind to yourself. Yeah. But now when I get to a place where I'm like, oh, Kristen, you're not good at anything and you don't know, you know, you're never going to be good at anything for the rest of your life. This is something that I've worked with my therapist about. And she's like, Kristen, those thoughts are never going to magically disappear. Mm -hmm. It's not like a switch that turns on and off. So what you need to do is acknowledge that those feelings exist and say, I acknowledge that you exist, but thank you. You're going to go over here now right. and I'm going to go on with the rest of my day right. because we have better things to do. And yeah. yeah. And sometimes something like grace is a very abstract concept or even feelings in general, the ones you know you're supposed to feel, the ones that you know you don't want to feel, even though all feelings are feelings, then we should just like let them be. But I feel like grace for a long time for me was such an abstract thing that once you apply them to actionable things like documenting or memory keeping or collaging or stamping and telling a story, then it becomes not as abstract. Right. Yeah. So then it makes it easier to apply and easier to practice. Yes, exactly. And then it becomes this. And like, so my morning pages have mm-hmm. become a great ritual for me mm-hmm. to just make. And so... I am a person who, when I'm feeling down and sad and I don't know what to do, I like to make things with my hands mm-hmm. because it gets me out of my head. 
Yeah. Some people like to go on walks. Some people like to do uh, cardio. Mm -hmm. There are lots of different ways for you to create a routine that helps you be kinder to yourself. Totally. Yeah. And that's kind of like creativity is self-care, which is what we're going to talk to a few people about later and you've had me think a lot about. But yeah, I just feel like creativity through the lens of something that's going to help you and then making time for it and going to events where it's going to foster it and and just, again, practicing and getting better at that thing that's going to make you feel like you and you feel more connected. Right. And there's so many different... And for us, it's being in this room with all these women who believe that women are amazing, incredible people and creatures and should be able to do whatever the fuck they want with their bodies and, you know, marry whoever the fuck they want and do, like, just not be harassed on street corners or in subways or like just basic human rights for god's sakes i i really shouldn't have to be saying this sure but i mean we had a whole feminism episode so if you haven't listened to that go listen to that one yeah um i mean like i if you're not on board with this i don't know what to say but i feel like part of grace is finding your people sure so that when you need other people you can reach out cuz i know We talked to Brandy a little bit about this, too, because Brandy is like my grace goddess. One of the things about struggling, one of the things about stumbling blocks is that when you reach out and you're like, I'm struggling, I'm having a hard time, everyone's there for you. Right. But then you get better, and then maybe you stumble again, and then you feel bad about reaching out again. Right. Because you were supposed to be better. Yeah. And if you're the type of person who's happy and peppy and you're supposed to be the life of the party... I know this is something you talked about a lot. Right. And you're going through, you know, shitty times. There are some people who just don't really get it. Right. And then when you find your people and you have a connection on a deeper level, whether it's through whatever creative means it is. Some, for some people, it's music. For some people, it's theater. Yeah. For us, it's feminist crafting. For us, it's storytelling. For us, it's this is my life. This is who I am as a person. And like, you get me. And part of self-care is like choosing your tribe, right? Like yeah. choosing your surroundings. And I think that, that this is a good place to do that. I just think that, you know, our community, the crafty ass females that listen to us and make stuff and connect are just, we're all trying to do that. And that's an act of self-care. So it shouldn't be taken lightly, right? It should be put at priority. And I think us with the podcast and moving into season three and with the theme of like, Work smarter, not harder. Another very self-care kind of based theme. And just like reaching out to these women who, like we talked about in the Austin Cleon like book club thing about like sit with the people that you want to learn from or like sit with the people. Yeah, it's like it's a, it's a way to, to, to give yourself grace and a way to be kind to yourself is by being around people that are going to be kind to you and you can learn from. And so, yeah, and then on top of it, like I feel like you know, we've got a good handle on the podcast and where we want to take it next season. But in the grand scheme of things, like nothing is figured out. And that, I think that that's also a part of self-care and having people around you to remind you that like even though nothing is figured out, we're, we're okay. Like you're okay. It'll be okay. We're still tuning in. Like I just feel like that's an important part too is, is no matter how much you think you have figured out, no one really does. Like, I'm, I am so suspicious of people that are so sure. <laughs> and even when you have things figured out, yeah. 
then they get unfigured out very quickly by very things quickly. that are not in your control. Sure. Things that are very much not in your control, whether it's a tragedy, whether it's a not tragedy, you know, yeah. whether it's a, 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 what's the opposite word? Like, a, what's a good, an untragedy that's unexpected? Curveball. Curveball. A positive curveball that winds up being the most wonderful little ball of joy that you love forever. Oh, no. Um, yeah. So her I mean, name is Ava, and I love her. She is the most perfect, <laughs> wonderful thing on the planet. Yeah. Um, but even when you think you have everything figured out, then somebody else gets elected. <laughs> you didn't think she was going to go there, were you? I, I woke up that morning, and I was like, shit, man. We're going to elect the first fucking woman president today. It's going to be the best day. That next, my- that next morning was my birthday. Oh, man. I don't know. So what time is it? We have time for one more story? Yeah, let's do it. So I your podcast, Kristen. I I woke up that morning. I was like, man, it's such a good day. I texted my mom. I texted my grandma. My grandma was so pumped. My grandma's 94, 93, 94. She's like, like, we're going to elect the first woman president. My friend Rachel came over. Um, My sister texted me. She's like, is it going to be close? I was like, well... If we, we have to watch Florida, if Florida's close, it's going to be a long night. Well, Florida, Florida, Florida was, you know, it was a long night and it got a long night and got longer and it wasn't looking good. Rachel and I sat across from each other at the table for uh, three hours in silence. I was the only I, I took a Xanax, the only time I've taken a Xanax in seven years and then the next day, we woke up, didn't do anything. That night, I was like, we need to be adults, so let's do all the laundry. We need to do the laundry, and we need to be adults, because life goes on. No matter what, you need to show up, and you need to get your shit together, and you need to move on. And I feel like, not to silver lining it, but you know, it bands people like us closer, right? And it makes this podcast possible and it makes this podcast important and it makes, so so I feel like, you know, not everything happens for a reason, but because I don't want that, that's cliche, <laughs> best day ever, no. Um, yeah, but I my ju- kitchen flooded. <laughs> because what? my, oh no, no, we did laundry. Oh, and my entire laundry mat, like my entire washing machine flooded my entire kitchen. I mean, you guys were all in my kitchen. My laundry machine is in that little doorway. So my entire kitchen was flooded with two inches of water from my laundry machine. And we were like, oh, okay, that's fine. We have the the home warranty. So the guy just comes out and he's like, yeah, it's not the laundry machine. It's probably something with your your sewer. And we're like, okay, well, we'll just get the plumber out. And the plumber's like, oh yeah, no problem. It's probably just this thing. Worst case scenario, it's something out in the front of the house. Like, okay, no, don't worry about it. No, worst case scenario. It can't be a worst case scenario. That was yesterday. (laughs) Um, so guy comes out and he's like, Yeah, I can't really figure out what's going on. I have to call the people, you know, across the street with a special computer program. So he gets the special computer program plumbing thing, and it's like this gigantic dumbbell, and it has a snake with a computer on the end of the computer, and he snakes the whole thing. And he goes out into the middle of my front yard with a computer. And he's like, so I hate to tell you this, but it looks like 
Somebody put a septic tank in the middle of your front yard and didn't tell anyone, and now it's overflowing. Mm. And it's going to cost uh, somewhere between $45 and $6,500 to remove. <laughs> and so two days after the election, they excavated my entire front lawn, <laughs> 30 feet long, seven feet deep. This was literally a horse <laughs> trough of a septic tank. So that whole so, week, shit was coming at you from all angles. Literally, <laughs> generations, past generations of other people's shit. I love it. Was flowing into my kitchen. Literally. After election day, yeah. I was crying. Poetic. Oh, for that. And it was just. <laughs> but again, you have to give yourself some grace because this shit is not in your control. And nothing is figured out even when you think you have a handle that it is. And then you just have to. It'll be okay. You know, it is going to be okay yeah. because yeah. we're here okay. with our people. And season three is a starting. Almost a two years later, <laughs> we're okay. Yeah. Things might be going to shit out there, but we're waking up. We are getting out of bed. We are putting clothes-ish on most days. Sometimes they're pajama pants. And that's okay. Like, the world is changing we don't have to go to, like, grocery stores to get all of our stuff. We can get it Instacarted to us. That's totally fine. But showing up and telling your story of who you are. Yeah. Like, that's me. I'm the person who doesn't leave her house. But, hell, I organized this event and you are all here. Yeah. So it's a give and take. You get to be the person that you want to be. And as long as you put your own oxygen mask on so that you are getting oxygen... You get to be whatever person that you want to be and tell your story because that's what brings us closer to each other. I agree. Just owning your story and, yeah, making your own, like, tagline. You know what I mean? Don't let anyone give you your tagline, right? Like, or your, your storyline. You write your storyline. You are it. your yeah. own protagonist. Right, right. And there's a world of supporting characters even if it feels like there isn't. Yeah, that's that's Ali. That's one of Ali's uh, Ali Edwards' best lines. Is you are, you know, the star. Yeah. Everyone else is coming in and out of your life, and you need to tell the story from your perspective. And that's one of the best things I think you can do for anyone, is tell the story from your perspective because you're that unique person. No one else can tell the story from your perspective because no one else knows that. Yeah. Yeah, and so I just think like. As a finale to season two, this has just been, again, a really fun conversation, a much-needed conversation. I'm super excited for season three, weaving so much of what this episode had into season three. I think just, like, again, a deeper level, women that are so ready to come on and just go there with us. Yeah. And I'm excited. I'm so excited. <laughs> Does anyone have any questions? Anyone want to, like, come and talk? Anyone want to say anything? Yeah. The floor is open. Maybe they want to say, let's get lunch. <laughs> we have a whole chair. <laughs> no, this has been really crazy and fun live. I mean, I'm so used to, like, in my space with the cat walking back and forth. Like, this is a lot, a lot different. So, edit out the, the Alejandro. Come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Come on. No, for... He doesn't like when I talk to anyone else but him. So that's what it's about. Like, he just has to, like, be like, excuse me. Hello, I'm here. So. All right, well, anyway. season two has been amazing. 
season two was of it. even better than season one. So I'm proud of it. It's been my, it's been what's been keeping my creative pulse beating. I think. I think I've lost a lot of how I used to self care creatively, and so think I've just been grateful that I've had this to keep going beep beep on the meter. You know, <laughs> it hasn't flatlined me because of this. So. And it's been so rich, you know? Have you ever so been in the hospital cool. and had that little thing on you? No. Uh, I've been in the hospital and had a little thing on me, and then I knocked it off, and then I thought I was dead. Oh, my God. Because it just went, but it was yeah. because it wasn't connected. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, like, oh, problem. I'm still breathing. I'm an anomaly. Yeah. That was <laughs> Death becomes very episode. Oh, I was like 12, so. Yeah. I wasn't like oh. an adult, and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> but yeah, this no is one wants to come and talk to us? Welcome. Megan. Welcome to the show, Megan Anderson. Welcome, Welcome friend, back, of, friend of the show, Megan. Welcome back. Hi, Megan. Hi, Kristen. <laughs> what do you have to tell the world? So, it wouldn't be Megan popping in without a, uh, well, actually. Because <laughs> my superpower is thinking of things from other perspectives. So that's what I do, which makes me not a fun person for a lot of people because... <laughs> Own it. Right. But because I'm like... Because I'm constantly disagreeing with everything. Right. So I want to go back to the oxygen mask metaphor. Um, and so what you were saying at the end about just like getting up and keep, keeping going and everyone's okay. Like, we're okay. Everyone's not okay. Mm. No, a lot of people right. are really fucked. So, like the the image with the oxygen mask, a lot of us think of like of that metaphor in our um, personal lives. So, like we need oxygen because we need oxygen, and we need oxygen before we're putting the mask on the other people in our lives. So, like you know, on the plane, put it on yourself before you put it on kids or a differently abled person who might not be able to access the mask. But I also think it's our responsibility to think about, like, once we have the oxygen, who doesn't even have access to a mask? And right. how can we get oxygen to those people? Like, yes, take care of yourself first. Yes. But there's, but if we're, if that's, if once you've taken care of yourself, you have the oxygen, if you're just like, sitting there getting high off the oxygen at that point. You're a shitty person. Yes. I, <laughs> I, I, I agree with you. Okay. But I also think that no one in this room is a shitty person. Oh, absolutely not. And it's that, just a thing to think about. Yeah, if no. You if, you gotta, if you're sitting there with your oxygen mask and you're not helping anyone else out, just honestly take your oxygen mask off. Right. And there are some times when you literally cannot help other people. Right. Like you are drowning and if you try to hold on to oh great we're mixing metaphors good job Megan if you try to hold on to another person you will both drown everyone dies yes there are those times but there are those times when Jack can fit on the door so many ways Rose yeah. Jack can he did fit not need on the to door. die but honestly like I mean Leo's not really a great role model for all of the ladies uh. so maybe Mm, Leo's still dating people but that are Rose's he, age. 
But when now, he's 18, 20 years later, when he's 18, when Titanic comes out, we don't know that about him. Or maybe he doesn't know that about himself. Put him on the door. <laughs> yeah. Welcome, mixing actor with welcome to the Crafty S Female Podcast, where we talk about how Titanic is still problematic. Are a real thing. And again, let's let's bring it back to what is the real problem with Titanic? There weren't enough fucking lifeboats for everyone on the goddamn boat. And maybe if we had enough lifeboats for everyone who was in steerage, and we put enough lifeboats for everyone on the boat, or hey. Maybe if we didn't crash it into a stupid iceberg because we were going too fast because we wanted to race it because men need to get everywhere way too fast, you want the big we headline. wouldn't have this problem. The headline is more important. Also, they could fit the lifeboats. There's room for the lifeboats. They but just it's chose unseemly. not to. It's not as pretty, Kristen. It's not as pretty. It's not. And you know what? If we crash, who cares if all of the poor people die? Again, we're back to the 1920s. Mm. I don't like it just as much as you do. Mm-hmm. And that's why we're here, crafting with all of the feminist women, so we can have these conversations. Mm -hmm. And so now, we're going to go to lunch. And so hopefully you're hungry too, and you have the capacity to make yourself sandwiches. Because sometimes, we don't have the capacity to make ourselves sandwiches. And, and you don't need to be barefoot and naked and pregnant in the kitchen to do it. You can just have a sandwich just for you. You can, you need the sandwich. You can be barefoot, <laughs> naked, and pregnant in the kitchen if and have someone to else to make you a sandwich. That's also true. That sounds really good. Jeff and Jake mostly mostly were our chefs last night for all, all of the awesome I know. Ladies. Wasn't it awesome? They made really good food. They're awesome they gentlemen. Are, they are awesome, yeah. They're all right. Awesome. Let's, let's wrap this up. We will catch you in September on the first Monday of fall. If you are in the Southern Hemisphere, it will be the first Monday of spring. And we hope that you have an amazing break. We will have an amazing break, and we will be back with some fabulous guests, some amazing episodes, and we love you so much. Thank you so much for listening. Head over to patreon.com slash craftyassfemale for the After Chatter Show, and we will see you in September. Later.